episode of the Fan Zone Podcast. Your home for all things Bolton Wanderers up the trotters, the Northwest's number one podcast. Good evening and welcome to the Fan Zone Podcast, episode number 61, entitled BWFC GC Turbo. I'm having a lot. Um, wow. What a game to reflect on. A 1-0 victory at the Tough Sheet Stadium. It's not, it's a Reebok, is it? Um, against local rivals, proper local rivals, Blackpool, the donkey people. Um, so, what to expect tonight? Well, a bit of a different one tonight. As you can see, there's no Ben. He's um, outside George Thomason's window, serenading him. Um, we'll have no pre-match presser because it's about two weeks off and we don't do Bristol Street Motors pre-match pressers. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to have bare wheels tonight, ladies and gentlemen, but um, we'll do our best to um, get the juices flowing and get discussion and debate um, a-rocking. So, without further ado... The donkey people. Don't worry. Yeah, I nearly went full on then. I'm still a bit giddy after yesterday. <laughs> Ooh, blimey. Yeah, don't panic so, me and Andrew. Worry Worry so, I, I am I am joined, as you can see, by Colin in his um kitchen. And Angela also in a kitchen. It's a bit of a kitchen antics this evening. Um where do we start? I think we should start by saying good evening to everybody. Thank you very much for being here. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good evening and good night. Angie's rough. I, I don't mean in a general <laughs> sense. I, I mean in a in, in a hangover kind of I'm sense. I'm struggling today. I, yeah, apologies in advance if I'm a little bit subdued, but I'll do my best. So go gentle on it. I, I did forget Be to say that. You, you are. Be gentle with me. Yeah, be nice. Uh, I did forget to say that we have got our usual slots uh, around that, so we will have a post-match reaction. We'll have Angie's man of the match. Um, we'll have my um, fan focus. And that's a busy one, so you might help, have to help me out on that, Colin. Um, but without any hesitation and further ado... Don't be mid-rolls, bro. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not work, man. He's looking at that. Um, Panic in your face. Oh, brilliant. For the amateurs. It's Timberlake's fault. Um, so, as always, massive, massive shout out to the pod sponsor, primary sponsor, legendary sponsor. Eco Warm Windows. Without this, we, without you, we couldn't it's do true. this. What it's would we be true. without you? I wouldn't be on Gover, but oh, it's his fault, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's got a lot to answer for that Eco Warm man. Tell you, <laughs> blimey. So, should we dive straight in? Let's do it. So before we start, 
big crowd, big away end, local derby, manager of the month curse. Let's let's quash it. Let's quash it. Not win big games. Squished. Squish and squash. Stick it right up where the sun don't shine. And I'm not talking about Blackpool. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to start, really. Um, so I'm going to go to Ange to kick it's us off. Start, okay. um, it was a... It was a it was a good contest. I thought, I thought, I thought they gave us a good match. Um, I thought I, I thought both sides had a lot of decent possession and didn't do much with it. Though I was a little bit frustrated with we we got a lot of the ball and didn't really seem to do much with it. But like they were a bit tentative. I think. Yeah. Um. But overall, obviously, it felt like. We were the better side and we rightfully won it. I mean, we could talk about that goal forever, couldn't we? Because, wow. <laughs> What's a bloody racket. Some goal, wasn't it? Some goal. Absolutely. Yes, such a, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to send the comments on. I was so busy trying to sort all them videos and things out that I, I left the comments. So I thought I'd... Throw one in there. It's a very good, very good one. Very well. What did timed. it say though, Chris? For those who are only listening, I was about to say that, Angela. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm on it tonight. I'm on it tonight. Suchi was saying that everybody's in the kitchen as we threw everything, including the kitchen sink, at Blackpool. Is what I'll say to that. You didn't say Blackpool, but that's who you yeah. And um, questionable choices of when to give yellow card yesterday. Um. I mean, luckily it was, well, it didn't really matter, but I thought there was some not given at all for Blackpool and we got some couple of soft ones, but it is what it is. But they, those, they make me nervous, though, because they soon rack up, don't they? When, is it the, when do they reset again? It's a very good question. Let's throw it out to our gurus in the chat. When is, I know it's only re. No, it hasn't actually, has it? No. Is it November? Is it now? Is it this month? I'm pretty sure it's a, it, it tends to be around December time, I think, from memory. But I yeah. might be wrong with that. So throw it open to our viewers. Um, when does the suspension yellow card tally get set back to zero? Over to you guys. Does anybody but, know? I can't remember. Yeah. But it's all right, George has had his suspension anyway. So, but yeah, yes. you're right. There was, given who the referee was, and we won't mention the history, but there is history. Um, I thought, oh, after three ridiculously late, there weren't even tackles um, on Josh Sheehan. He got the. Chick kicked out of him in that midfield. Yeah, he got today. swiped at, he got lunged at, he got whatever. Um, I thought, oh, he's going to let it go. And then the first opportunity he got to give a yellow card, which was for simulation against Paris Magoma, I believe, which wasn't simulation as it turned out, thanks to a YouTube video courtesy of Blackpool fans. Um, yeah, and then... Ever got one, everybody got one, Sam Sos got one, everybody seemed to have a bit of a card splashed at them. 
Um, yeah, I did think he was going to let it fly, but clearly he didn't. So, yeah. But we shall overcome, and we did. But sorry, Angie, you were saying. Uh, I forget. Um, <laughs> oh god. Um. Yeah, maybe I just I was I was I was happy. I was pleased. I was also very tipsy. You was also say you were Yeah, absolutely. My two penneth, Chris. Yeah. I, I will when Angie's finished. I'm right. done. Go to oh, I, I, I had the feeling she was done. That's why. I thought yeah, yeah. It's a seamless link. Like I'm done. Yeah. Colin, what did you think of yesterday's game versus Blackpool? Um, I, I thought that, um, and I tweeted it straight after the game. Uh, oh, that was the, the kind of victory that that, that gets you promoted. Um, I thought the 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 in-game management was fabulous. Um, yeah. The players, uh, but also manager i think often he never gets stick from bolton fans for not making the change at the right time um i thought obviously his, his, his uh, introduction of Jan daddy bob varson at the right time not just a case of bringing him on willy-nilly or yeah. when you want him to come on yeah your time i think it ran 25 minutes to impact the game mm. uh, and, and boy did he do that um i think with him it's always something that I like to see he, he he never he never not he, he never doesn't come out with something. My English is absolutely appalling. I've had a long day today, but he he, he always get he always comes out with something, whether it be a free kick, whether it be a, a, a foul against or or for or whatever it is. Something happens when when he's kind of in and around the ball and he impacts games, um, which is obviously what a lot of Bolton fans have been crawl, uh, crying out for for quite some time. Um, I think he's probably the reason why we won that game yesterday because it just weren't happening as far as the from an attacking point of view with um Victor Anabejo. Um yeah, so in that in that respect, I'm 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 over the moon with with the changes and in his individual performance. Um the game itself, I thought obviously it was quite um a bit like a boxing match, really. Oh. Uh, you blow, I'll blow, you know, looking for the knockout type of thing. Um, and obviously it never really, never materialised, did it, until the final 15 minutes. Um, and you've got to give a lot of credit to, to George Thomas. And I thought he, his overall game yesterday obviously was was great. Um, and the finish was pretty impressive, although I thought the keeper probably could have done a little bit better, although he did hit it very hard, to be fair. Uh, and I think when I watched it back, he was a little bit unsighted. So, yeah, can't criticise him, the keeper, too much. Um, but, yeah, really, really good game, really proper. I think like Evan said didn't he properly proper um good advert for League One football. It was, yeah. It was, and it really was. Uh, atmosphere wise, I thought both sets of fans were, were pretty good considering the, the the rivalry between historical rivalry, may I add, between the two clubs. Um and yeah, they'll, they'll be good, they'll be up there, Blackpool to be fair to them. They're, they're a good side. You can say they've got a little they've got a lot about them and, and we, we you know we can't forget that they were in the championship last season, so they're obviously gonna have a little bit of um, a little bit about them, so yeah, I suspect they'll be in and around the playoffs. But yeah, we, we we did very well yesterday to get them three points, massive three points as well. And what we didn't mention was they didn't have a single shot on target. No, and yeah, and, and I think they'll score quite freely as well. So yeah, you, you, that's a good. 
You've, you've prompted me there, actually, on something I wanted to say. I was a little bit concerned. When, when, before the game started, I thought to myself, this will be a big test for recall, this. Because Jordan Rose is a seen it, done it, higher level forward. And, and, it, and his movement is brilliant, to be mm. fair to him. And you can see why he scores a lot of goals. And for the first 10, 15 minutes, I was a bit concerned, if I'm honest. But mm. um, obviously, Rico then stepped up and proved to everybody why he is the like I keep saying, it, the best, if not one of the best centre-halves in this division. Uh, his positional play is fantastic. He re obviously reads the game very, very well. And he nullified one of the, probably one of the best forwards in the division. Um, so that was really, really good to see him. A bit reassuring as well, because I think if we are if we are to get promoted, um, the question's always the case of, you know, can recall step up into the championship? And, and them type of quality of players in terms of movement and up here, as much as anything else in terms of their ability, will be a big test for him next season. And and he's um he's a forward that, that that certainly could have tested him yesterday, and I thought he dealt with him very well. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he had shot on target is probably something to do with that. Yeah, um, no, definitely. Um, saying what you've just said. There's been a lot of there was a, an excellent tweet who I can't I sorry I can't credit credit it to anybody, but it's the 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 usual. I think we've seen it a few times with Santos, the Rico empty in his pockets this morning and the set of car keys, mobile phone, a wallet and Jordan Rhodes. And as no disrespect to Jordan Rhodes, he's a class player, but I think you're right, Cole. I think it, I think Rico relishes those challenges, Clark Harris, Alfie. But Bay, he's a, he's a different, he's a different animal. To, he is, to, he is, to, but to, still. To Clark Harris. A, in terms of the fact that he's played at a higher level, do you get what I mean? Yeah. Clark Harris has done it at this level, whereas yeah. he's done it for years in the championship, and he's a, you know, upstairs he's a lot sharper than than uh, Johnson Clark Harris. Yeah, it's just different challenges. But the the, the point I'm making is that these are these are players who we should be afraid of, who are going to bag against us, so we keep getting sold. Um, Chris Burton makes a very valid point that historically. Jordan Rhodes was the subject of an eight million pound transfer. And it's years gone by, but still a very, very classy operator up top. And a very, I mean, his goal scoring record sets it all, really, doesn't it? It's um, already this season he's had a he's had an absolute blinder. Um, oh, sorry, I'm just looking trying to trying to monitor the comments as we go. Um, and, and as I think Brandon mentions as well, he showed it in a recent cup game, and I think he showed it yesterday. Dembele for Blackpool is a quality player, he was dangerous. Reminded Brandon very much of Raksaki, um, who was on loan at Charlton last year, who's now back in the Premiership with Crystal Palace. So not a lot Certainly. of end product, though, did he? He did have a lot of end product. He looked tidy. No, no, was, it, I know he exactly. had the pause, but there weren't a lot out of him, were there? No. I mean, it's a, I, I mean, a lot of credit has to be given to us. I, we did struggle with some duels. We did struggle with some second balls a little bit, but not yeah. as much as we normally do. I think, um, think Paulie was struggling a little bit with that Dembele in the first half, weren't it, to be honest? I think he yeah. was pulling him all over the place. We just seem to come to terms with them and get our game plan right. Um, 
think there was a lot of lot of positives to take from yesterday. I think it was like you say, comparing it to a boxing match, it was it it, it was a, a slug off. Um, a really competitive game, really competitive derby. I mean, it was rocking in there, wasn't it? Absolutely rocking at times. And when that goal went in, oh my god, limbs, limbs to change. Oh my god, it was it it was ridiculous. It, even up quiet ended library where I am in East Lower, and you are Angie. Were people all over the floor? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, man. I, I don't. I think I saw somebody comment that it's the best reaction to a goal at the Reebok since friend of the show Aaron Wilbraham scored against Forest. Um, and and I, do, I do tend to agree with that. Um, I think a lot of that comes in recency bias. Thought in your thoughts, or like if you think back, like, um, we, scored, we scored a late, we scored a late one against Morecambe. I think if I remember rightly, last season or was it the season or season before? Last the season before when stops and stamps on the ball in the net and they yeah, like, like ninety, I think ninety six yeah. minutes. Something we, stupid. Yes, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, but I don't know. It was all. I, I think mean, it was a big. Obviously, there was a, a massively bigger crowd. Yesterday, yeah, yeah, um, all the LEDs, all the pomp, and all the glory, and all the not all the LED, LEDs. We're, we're still well, missing two, 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 that strip that's missing, <laughs> two alleged screens, and that strip that's still missing, yeah. apparently. So, we're on the Neil Arts desk, <laughs> so but yeah, and and as uh, as Tom rightly points out, another, <clears throat> yeah, 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 limbs. Yon Daddy against Burton last season. Um, we have seen, we have seen some belters, but I don't know that you got to consider as well that that yesterday wasn't in the last minute. There's no. still quite a, yeah. quite a bit of time to go, and it was just I don't know. It for me, what we started off this all off with the fact that manager of the month curse don't win in big games. Duh, 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 duh. It just seemed to. Not put it to bed because I'm sure it's going to happen again, but it, it put a lot of it, it righted a lot of wrongs. Um, and yeah, I think Chris nice. sums it up there in the chat. Yeah, yeah, definitely some relief. There was, there, there was, there was a it was like it was like chucking some Mentos in a Diet Coke bottle, wasn't it? It was like it, it was proper, proper, but no, thoroughly enjoyable, and and yeah. Malk, you bang on. Malk says it helps the atmosphere that four and a half thousand Blackpool fans turned up, um, and they were quality. To be fair, and this is what we can come to expect in, in back when we get back in the championship, can't kind of, you know? Proper, proper clubs, I think, proper, proper. I, think, I was thinking about it earlier today, and I think think about um, Bradford in League Two, who they get massive gates, but they do. <laughs> Heavily subsidise their season tickets from from what I can gather. Um, I'm corrected <laughs> on that, but like heavily subsidised. Um, I think we're very very fortunate in that respect that we do get these gates. And I know, yeah, they can be embellished a little bit by the number of season ticket numbers and da, 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 and all that. But still, to get those numbers and get that kind of attendance in, into a, a League One ground. And doing it regularly now, over 20, 21,000 every home game in the league, um, it's massive. 
It's, test, it's testament to you all as well that, that keep on coming up and obviously, oh. you know, rocking up every week and obviously the commitment of that. And I think it'd be interesting to see as well what, what the uptake of half season tickets will be for people who, are, who don't go yeah. week in, week out. Because you know, if I weren't a season ticket holder and I were a Bolton fan looking at this, I'd be thinking, all right, I'll have a bit of this half season ticket my life yeah. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, and it, there's always that upturn, isn't there? When it when they when they go on sale, a couple of thousand. I mean, but imagine a couple of thousand on what we have already, and you kick on again. Um, again, Chris Burton says City, City clubs. You know, United, Liverpool. You know, you've got we've got some massive clubs within a within a very very short radius, in it like twenty mile. You know, yeah. twenty-five mile radius. You, you're talking you're on a train, aren't you? And you you're at those, and on the Metrolink and what have you. And yeah. it is. It's a very, very good point. We're very, very fortunate to get what we do in terms of gates. Um, and we think about form. I mean, obviously, our form at the minute is is incredible. I've got the numbers here somewhere. Bear with me. So five league straight league wins, nine wins from ten in all competitions, four consecutive clean sheets. Bye, Jove. It's not bad, is it? Um, <laughs> and you know what? One thing we've not really had, is, I'm probably putting the kiss of death on a lot of stuff here, but one thing we, that we've not had is a slump. You know, a really bad, really bad, I'm talking really bad runner form. We've been really fortunate in that respect that we've not had to deal with that. We've had some we've had some disappointing performances. We've had some disappointing results. Um, League two, obviously, we know what happened there. But since then, yeah, ever 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 mentioned that didn't he yesterday in his in his um, post match when he said that we were we're still down our you know ev evolution journey type of thing. Yeah, and, you know, you know, naturally we're gonna we're not gonna win all the games, are we? And you never obviously never do at any level, do you? But no, uh, yeah, we should be very. We should be very. We, we almost say we're fortunate. We've got a lot of good players. We have a lot of good players. We've got a lot of. We've got a very good manager. So yeah. you know, fortunate. It's how it's managed, isn't it? Yeah, on field and off. I mean, we've been unfortunate in that we've had a few injuries. So mm. actually, that's what I said about how it's managed. Are we just, yeah. are we just good? Yeah. <laughs> are we better than we give ourselves credit for? Like it's not well, been pretty, has it? But Okay. Eight points better off than last season after 16 games. Thank you, David Green, for that. Is that how many we've played? 16? Is it 15 now? No, it's 16, isn't it? Is it 16? Birdies. Yeah, 16. Well, that, I said 16, dinner. 16, 11 wins and two draws and three defeats. I said um a few a few about a month or so back, then I like you find out where you'll end up after 15 games. Oh, it, it, it's the same every season, Colin. It you know what I mean. You, you get so all the get panic. I'm saying all the panic of you know losing yeah. to Wigan and losing to Carlisle and all that stuff. We all lost, and again we lost three this season. Three, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're just good to be honest yeah. at this level. We've just got to keep players fit and bring in some 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 better players in in January to, to take us on that. Take us up. Onto the next level and, and also, you know, solidify this season as well. That's what I so, see. I think we have to bring in some, some best players. Speaking about all these good players that we've got.
Oh, it's me. So, can we have some? Can we just have a moment for that link then? What do you mean? Good. Yeah, link good. That, you, you fed that in very well then. She's not oh, with it. Ted and Audrey, she's not with it. Lost on you. I don't have any sound. What was? What was? What? That doesn't matter, Angela. <laughs> you can't do this with today, man. We're both for professional, Ange. <laughs> so, Oliver Reed. So, I mean, I think I know which way this is going to go, but Colin normally throws me a curveball. So, mm -hmm. pop it in the chat. Who is your man of the match from yesterday's one nil win? And I'm going to start with Chris, please. No, you're talking to me now, are you? Right, okay. Um, can I just uh, share Brandon's <laughs> comment? I can smell <laughs> Angela's booze breath through the telly. Um, nice. Yeah, you asked for that. Um, <laughs> uh, hang on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. David Jones says, "You look oh, fit on that." Oh god! Oh, There's a filter on it. Well, <laughs> I need one of them filters. I need one in real life. So, oh, man of the match. Obvious, in it. Um, he got the winner, and I thought he was immense throughout. Without the winner, um, it would have. Been, I tell you what, though. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this for free. Um, it, would have been it would have been close with Paris Magoma if, yeah, he just, he, second time this has happened, he's fallen foul of a, a really, really dubious yellow card. It happened at Wickham when he was well on track for man of the match. And he, it happened again yesterday. And I think it subdued him a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and it was so unlucky. Um, so I would have to say, and I can't, every time I say his name, I get, I get flashbacks to Bristol Rovers away when we saw his white bomb. But <laughs> you're gonna have to, it's red free, doesn't it? Free. And, and this, you know, I mean, this, I think this is a, a sign of how far he's come that I've got over that now, and I can give him man of the match. <laughs> it's a sign, yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. It's a sign of summer, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not like your end, <laughs> didn't it? Have you got a flashback of it? Do you got a flashback? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was just one of his cheeks, like Mitchell Brothers. Um, no, it's got to be George Thomas. Fabulous. And Colin? Um, I thought Ricardo Santos was fantastic. Touched upon it already. Um, you know, magnet, any really, in terms of clearing the ball. Um, right up to the last minute, last second. Fantastic. Um, I thought the whole defence was was pretty good yesterday to keep them down to minim, minimal kind of attempts on, on goal. Um, and defended as a unit. I think, obviously, he's a big part of that, leading from the back. Um, I thought Josh Sheehan was fantastic. Again, getting on the ball a lot. I'm surprised at how much time they give Josh in in, in, that, in that game yesterday. Uh, and again, unlucky to get a, a yellow card. Well, I'll say unlucky. It were, it, were, it were a foul, to be fair. But that, I think that... Well, we did get the first yellow, wasn't it? Sorry, somebody did yeah. say it further up. It was Josh. Yeah, Josh Sheehan got the first one. Uh, but I, I, he's fantastic. He, he's just a, a liquid football at this level. And 
you know what I think with him? He um he, he de- he'll be desperate to play at a high level because he's I know he's a very, very, very pro Welshman and he wants to play for Wales. And he's only gonna play for Wales consistently if he's playing minimal championship. So I think that's a big driver for him and and, and the reason why we're seeing a lot of improvement from him as well. Like Ange obviously disagrees with me because she's just yeah. disappeared. But... No, it, the internet went. <laughs> no, but I think that I think that's a big a big thing for him personally. I think that's why we're seeing a lot of improvement in his game, uh, as well as the fact that obviously he's come back from his injury and he's looking stronger. Um, Paris was fantastic. I thought he was very unlucky as well. It was always rising, but that effort he had in the second half oh. that nearly threw into the top bin that would have been a lot of better. That would have been a better goal than than George George. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's hard to it's hard to shy away from from. Uh, Josh Thomason because obviously his overall game yesterday was great and, and that oh, was a, the cherry that lies on top of the cake really weren't it yeah um, it was yeah fantastic once again it's um no curveball from me this week Ange. I think it's a bit of a given really although I must ask that um somebody did say in the chat not long ago and I can't quite recall who it was but the winner yesterday was the 24,000 crowd um, yeah, a, a League One game, which is a very good show from Angie's um, favourite guest. Yeah, guest. <laughs> no, yeah, Georgie, Georgie T is Georgie my T. Yeah. So I'll just quickly look through the chat. To be fair, it's not as one way as I thought it would be. We've no. got we've had a few shouts for Rico, a couple for Baxter, quite a few for Paris. Um, I think the Baxter one's interesting, Ange, because of the Baxter one. He obviously, yeah. um, he, he's just, again, proving how good of a goalkeeper is because he's not often challenged, but when he is challenged, he's, he's pretty on it, isn't he? So that's yeah. a good shot. Outstanding keeper. And he's ours. He is ours. <laughs> and he's just um, 25. And he's just 25 years of age. Only just this a, week. He's a pup. Um, so I am completely agreed with the panel and my man of the match is George Thomason. So... This week's fans on Man of the Match is Georgie T. Well done, George. And, and well done for not getting booked as well. Unbelievable. Eh? In a game that there was quite a few bookings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It so. was, um, I think, if, I, if I'm right, I think I mention it every episode now, but I think that's a, get a, a complete blank of yellow cards since he came back from his suspension in all mm-hmm. games. He's had one yellow. Correct me if I'm 29 wrong. 29 out of 35 passes yesterday from George Thomason were successful. Eight, so 83% yeah. uh, pass accuracy yesterday. Very good. I've got something better for you here. Go on. Unfortunately, we, we don't have our resident stat man with us. He's, um, he's busy celebrating a 1-0 win against Luton. <laughs> <coughs> Um, George Thomason, the season so far, two goals, two assists, so that's four goal involvements. This is Lee this season, 14 chances created, 12 clearances, seven interceptions, 12 carries per 90. 
His average carry is 10 metres. Zero. Big chances missed. One key pass per game. That being something that leads to a goal-scoring opportunity. Yeah. 1.2 tackles per game. 4.7 ball recoveries per game. And 3.1 duels won per game. They started 12 games as well, which I think is important to add to that. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of it dep depends on, obviously, how many games he started. Absolutely. Because he's played 14 and only started 12 of them, which I think is quite, quite makes it even better, obviously. Now, when you, t when you take all them stats and you put them all together, it just says one thing to me. I mean, obviously, his, his output in terms of goals scored is better than it's ever been, along with two assists. So that's four key goal involved, uh, four involvements in goals. Um, you want to see the gift that goes with that? BWFC Suchi with Twinkle Toes Tom Tomo. He's done. There's a gift to that. So if you, we share that later, please, Suchi. That'd be marvelous. Um, mm. It is overall involvement. Interceptions, carries, recoveries, duels won. It just it's just starting to tell me what just just what he's just a lad, just a sponge. He's yeah. a grafter, isn't he? He's a proper he's a proper grafter, works really yeah. hard on those bits of his game that he needs to. You know what? It it wasn't that long ago that you think about it, you think about that player who used to, used to run round the pitch with his chin on his chest. He used to run round, head down. He was a little bit sideways, backwards, wasn't he? Yeah, with and with it was all passes. a bit... Yeah. Oh, my God, the lad's 21. 21 yeah, years old. Absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. Man of the match. And, and to top it all off, um, as Brandon's put earlier on in the chat, Can't go wrong. Tomo so has people one who are listening arse. without watching live. Brandon's put Tomo has got one cracking ass NGL. So for the more senior people within us within the group, sorry, that means not going to lie. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. So all you need to do is look at Chris's head for a flashback. There you go. Just one cheek. So sorry, Angie. You can would you like to close your? Closed. We've given we it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Keep it up, George. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. First name on the team sheet, excluding back stuff. So second name or Rico. Uh, Third name on and the team. Dion. <laughs> Fourth name on the team. <laughs> and if you've not seen his interview from yesterday. Oh, he's such a lovely boy. Very, artic honest, very articulate as well, I like. So articulate. Very, and really like very articulate. So I think good. when we're talking about, and someone put in the chat earlier about them, it might have been Brandon learning from previous big crowd and occasions yeah. that they, and they absolutely are fully aware of that because George yeah. alluded to it in his interview yesterday. So, yeah, um, yeah it, it, they've learned from that. I have to say, yeah. I think it's, his and Everett's post-match press conferences yesterday or interviews were probably the two best of the season so far. If you want to, if you're that sad and you want to rate, then sort of things. 
I thought they were I thought they were excellent. There were no there's no crap. There was no you know what I mean? It was just uh, Leslie, sorry Chris. Leslie, as much yeah. as I appreciate all of your input every single week on here, I gotta rein you in a little bit on that comment. Sorry. He's not <laughs> he's not Premier League quality. He's very he's very good for this level and he, he could clearly step up to the championship, but he's not quite at that level yet. But you never know. No, there's time. There's plenty of time, and he's got it on his side. Um, I'm going to do this just for one reason only. I've had enough. I'm going. <laughs> Hooray! Hey, celebrate. <laughs> if I could take one thing away from doing the pod tonight, it's that. Um, I just thought I'd show that picture. We've not got no pre-match pre-match presser because I told you that at the start. Maybe you were listening. Um, <laughs> we've got too many good players because we've got an international break next weekend, which is yeah. good news. And that's something else we should be grateful for. And proud of as well. Yeah, very proud. Very proud. Oh, speaking of which, um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but um, we have a, a young Irish gentleman out playing in the FAI at the moment, who goes by the name of Conor Carty and St. Pat's were victorious in the Irish Cup final earlier this afternoon in front of close on 44,000 people. Brilliant. So a 3-1 victory. Conor didn't get on the score sheet, but his goal got them into the final. Um, and Matty Craddock has confirmed earlier that he'll be on his way back to Bolton very soon. Much... Can't play though, can he, till Jan? Yeah. January needs his break, but I think it's brilliant. What well, I mean, what what a brilliant, brilliant bit of man management. Does where does he go? Does he go back to the bees or does he? Come no, he goes in the first? academy team. Get him in he the academy be. team. Let him earn no. his place. No, 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 no. not for me. Nope, he's not with it. Not with the carrot. Not now. Not if he's played at a competitive level. He needs to go back. He needs to go back out on loan, but he needs to go back out on yeah. loan to a League Two team. That okay, proves worth at yeah. that level. If he's yeah. good enough, if yeah. he's good enough, he'll get snapped up by a League Two team on loan for the rest of the season. Yeah, because he'll, he'll have a break now between now and January. January window opens, fresh uh, as it is. Great show. Not B team. No, if he's good enough, which people think seem to think he is for whatever reason. Yeah. A League Two team will snap him up. So it's someone like Salford or someone like that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great yeah. shout. Never thought of that, to be fair. That's a brilliant shout. But what a phenomenal prospect. So um big thanks. Go out to um Doyle for that. Of course you would, Mark. Oh <laughs> you to say it. Has to be a Jerome comment, doesn't it? <laughs> See past the fact that he doesn't score goals. Yeah. We were all far more important than that. Watch your celebration. <laughs> when we Watch your celebration when we scored. First oh. thing he does is that. Yeah. So all the lads settle them down, get in the get in the zone, and, and manage the game out. Yeah, and he did it well. He just but... needs to. He just he's 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 a he's a coach, isn't he? He's a play yeah. coach. Yeah. But let's move past that. We've we've, we've yeah. debated it to death, haven't we? At the end yeah. of the day, but it's a very valid point. Um, and Connor could feature. Moving forward, as something hot to come off the bench and gravels goals. So, um, who knows? We'll see in January. Not as, hot as, 
but not as hot as George Thomason's ass. There's no, it's anything but hot. Nothing that white. Oh, and she didn't like that either. Right, um, should we move Right, you've all been asking for it, so we're going to do it. In fact, there's two things that we're going to do that I've been avoiding for about three weeks. Number one. The Yon Daddy Bodvarton debate. And wow, what a topical hot potato this is. So, uh, who got who got involved? Um, Jim the Wanderer, who will not be watching tonight live. Um, at 31, is John Daddy a super sub? And that leads into Toby saying, is he a game changer? Leslie says. And I like this, actually, because I think it, it it links into the Cameron Jerome bit in the sense that she recognises him for his organisational skills and his leadership. Matt says, John Daddy should start. Mark mentions that the fact that obviously in the last two games he's had involvements in key goals in the last two games. Getting started, let's be honest, he's going to offer, is he going to offer any less than Vic? Probably not, says Brandon. And Nita, hi Nita, um, is it time for a start? Okay. Radix Lecti, John Daddy looked lively with a bit more game time yesterday. Like that. I question, I, I question a little bit of it because I, I do wonder whether he could press relentlessly for the best part of an hour. Yeah. I'm not so sure he could offer that. Um, right, I'm gonna grab I'm gonna grab this one right by the short and curlies. Before you do. Before you do. Before you do. Well, have a bit of that. Love it. Ma says we're winning. Why change it? And I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I'll add to that as well. Um, those who know me will know that I had the the fortune of meeting we on Daddy last year. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it before. Um, and I, I am a massive fan. Um, the reason why I'm a massive fan is the guy is is Bolton Wanderers through and through uh, for a number of reasons to do with his career and how his career has panned out. So the way he's been dealt with and trekked by the club, he, he loves that club, absolutely loves it, or loves our club, should I say. So I'm all for that. Uh, and I'm a massive fan. And I've also said historically, and we've said it on here, we've all agreed that our most potent partnership up top is Dion Charles and a fully fit and firing Yon Daddy Bodvarsson. End of. However, would I start Yon Daddy Bodvarsson now? No. <clears throat> no. Would is I. Is that any game, Chris? Would you start him, say, on Tuesday? Um... I would, I would certainly not play him for 
for 90 minutes. I'd be very, very reluctant to start him for the reasons that have been mentioned already in the sense that it's not broke, don't fix it. I would also say for what Colin said, would he be able to hold it up, do the dirty work for 60 minutes? Victor was not effective yesterday in a goal creation, goal scoring capacity. Did he do any less work than he normally does? No. He was relentless throughout. And the change to bring Bodvarsson on, or the decision to bring Yon Daddy Bodvarsson on, was done earlier and was done at the right time to give that Blackpool defence something different to think about. And it worked. He's obviously getting fitter. So he got half an hour nearly. He was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. And he's shown it increasingly in games this season since he's been injured. Um, yeah, it's not about... I'm, I'm, I agree with Brandon. He's been on the pitch 25 minutes this week and had two assists to his name. He's done more than what Vic has done in about five games in terms of goal creation. Mm -hmm. But... What's they, doing, what's they doing for Dion? That's the question you should ask. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, it, 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 he had, he, he's bringing something different to the game. And we talk about effective substitutions and game management as we have already. There were two key pieces of it yesterday. Jan Daddy Bodvarsson coming on that pitch. Um, and also Aaron Morley coming in for a Paris Magoma, who was looking increasingly nervous about getting sent off because that referee, let's face it, was unpredictable at best and it affected his game. Tobias says, personally, I think Yon Daddy is a great impact sub. For me, he was the difference yesterday. Totally agree. Do I think he would not have the same impact against a fresh defence? Probably not. And that's where I'm coming from on this. Yeah. Do, do I see that changing? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, because as he gets stronger and Everett sees that, right, he's ready, that if the movement in terms of effectiveness, Victor's becoming less and Yondal is becoming more, there'll be a right time to swap them. And that right time for me isn't now, even though two assists in 25 minutes versus Victor's nothing, um, yeah, that's a good shape, Mark. Mark says, Yon Daddy was doing it last season before his injury. I recall him and Charles having a good partnership last season. Maybe get stats, man. Callum, Callum are you watching? Callum, <laughs> good job for you, mate. <laughs> Would you mind awfully, Callum, having a look at that for us? Um, I think that is a, as good I said, point, Mark, yeah. fully firing the pair of them together. It's frightening. It's frightening. I thought when um, in the first half, when there was like a bit of a, I think it was Randall Williams had a shot from about 25 yard out. It was a save, I think, by the goalkeeper. Um, and then it rebounded to Dion. And then it was a bit of a bouncing ball type of thing. And I watched the highlights back earlier on, and it, 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 they weren't far away from getting the tap in, just didn't deflect for him right. And, you know, if, if that happens, then that's just a little bit of luck, really, isn't it? You know. Mm -hmm. That's the people got a different, probably got a slightly different opinion of Just, it. The, the, margins, opinion, it? the opinions that are flying through the, the chat are phenomenal in terms of it's like a game of tennis, Yon Daddy versus Vic. And it's, I think we've just got to juice. Um, 
it's a great debate. And I tell you what, it's a belter to have in it. Two absolutely, you know, I mean, let's face it, you know, Victor's got five goals this season, granted three in one game, and he's he's not done much since. But there's a lot more that he does in that game for me personally. Um not for Dan, not for Dan Leach, is not. Vic can't travel a bag of cement, says Dan. <laughs> That's his opinion, isn't he? So, yeah, I can see, you can see where it's coming from. Of course it is. Of course it is. And and, and you know what? You know, Yon Daddy has got a, 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 a wonderful death touch. He can pluck a ball out of the air and bring it down better than probably most strikers in this league. Um, Andrew says it. 31, Yon Daddy will want to be starting games. Surely can't be happy just being an impact sub. No, I don't want him to be happy with it either. No chance. No, if he's happy with that, then might as well get rid of him at the end of this contract extension. Um, Big Malk, Yon Daddy is a good footballer and is a full international monitor his fitness levels. And I think that's the thing as well, Malk, you know. I think that there's, there's there is that. You know, the, go back to the old conversation about we don't see what he's doing on a training pitch. We don't see what's going through his, whatever his, his GPS is, you know, his data stats. We don't see it. We don't see it. Um, but what we are seeing is he's getting more and more game time. And that for me is, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, yeah, Leslie says, Yon Daddy's experience counts and he's got it, got that in space. He has. Definitely. I think, and I'll be bold to say this, but I, I think that Yon Daddy will have a big bearing on where our season goes this see before it's finished. I really do. Genuinely. I've got absolutely no issue with him. Love the guy to bits. So, boom. Um, what do you think of that? Anyway. Um... <laughs> Mark has asked, when do we talk about Big Dan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Unmondoli. I'm going to save that. We're going to save that. I'm banking that one. We're going to bank that one, Mark. But I think it's a very, very good point. Um, very, very good point. He's beginning to... Um... Yeah, it's beginning to frustrate. I mean, I'm I'm definitely glass half full, tap ball, one just fan. But um, his positional plays up his ass, isn't it? <laughs> to be honest, um, he's I don't know what it is. Whether he's just too excited. Or... We're not going to avoid it. We're going to park it, and we will. No, yeah, we'll sorry, run. you we'll just said we'll that. Definitely yeah. address it. Uh, I want him to do it, though. I want him. I want him. Sorry, let's move. You just got to love him. You just got to love him. But yeah. my God. It'd be like putting Bambi down, wouldn't it? Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, you shouldn't be saying things like that coming towards Christmas, should you really? Um, no, and just to add as well, we, we had a player once that looked very much like Bambi on ice called Ricardo Gardner, and he turned it out. Turned yeah, it he didn't do bad, did he? Yeah. All right, him. right and then there's this one. Oh, God, here we go. We're going in, we, we're going in here, we're going in, right. And I'll start it off on a... I'll come in at an angle on this one. BWFC 714. Do we have the best midfield in League One 
quality, variety, and depth. So let's name the names George Thomason, Josh Gian, Paris Magoma. Matt Penrick says, How good is Paris Magoma? And will he be getting better with experience? I don't think there's any question of that, Matt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. 100%. He's some football player. Um, Aaron Morley. Brilliant. Kyle Dempsey. And we'll move back on that onto that in a minute. And yeah, we're gonna have to put, we, we we have to put him in we have to bite the bullet and we I uh sorry, <laughs> someone said I um is it next room with his girlfriend? Jeez. Um Carlos Mendez Gomez is a midfielder. We can't just put him in I stick him up top so we don't have to discuss him in the context of a midfield <laughs> conversation. It's just work, does it? Because he's a midfielder, isn't he? He's a hybrid, isn't it? Yeah. From what we know of him, anyway, I haven't really seen a great deal of the lad, have we, to be honest? Um, just, if I could just address... Um... No, Sam. So, <laughs> my son has asked if he can borrow 20 quid. Have? He didn't say borrow. <laughs> oh, have. It's not even a borrow. How do I get rid of that? Quid. Him or the comment? Uh, both. Um... <laughs> Wow, and Hayden goes straight in, right, right for Colin's favourite word, the jugular. <laughs> when Kyle Dempsey is fully fit, does he go straight back in? And if he does, who is it for? Mm. Um, and BWFC seven one four ends by saying, "Great start in three in that midfield." and some cracking options around the edges if we have to change it should the game dictate or whatever it may be um I, i'm not sure if I, i've not read this comment properly but it looks interesting you saw the word shrooms didn't you yeah i did yeah i don't know why that is um so tobias <laughs> i think people saying how does cal Dempsey get back into this team must be on shrooms and i think that might be magic mushrooms which are allegedly just say no kids a, a hallucinogen he's been a standout player this season he has hasn't he and arguably our best and arguably our best so but then we've just said or several people have just said you don't change a winning team so, no, yeah. Yeah, no, in fact, no. did you say it yourself, Tobias? Was that you? No, no, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I've read a lot of comments. I could have that completely wrong, but I take your point. And I, yeah, I think I don't think there's many. How can you not be a fan of Carl Dempsey? Oh, God, I love him. I God, absolutely yeah. adore him. Yeah. He's, I think he's it's not... very, very, very important that we continue to utilize our squad. Mm. Obviously, Everett has said on several occasions that he's got players that can play in multiple positions. Yeah. And there's so many games of football. From when It always grinds me a little bit when I see people say he doesn't know his best team. They're all his best team. So yeah. if one drops out, whether they're playing well or not, it's simply because of, of, of the necessary um, and ability to be able to rotate as well. So I think... Mm -hmm. If he, if he, as and when he comes back available, I think for me, you will don't be surprised if you, if you see him back in the side. Um, very valid point made by Mar. Dempsey hasn't scored. 
he was also carrying a fractured vertebra for yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weeks, so he definitely it was he was struggling. He was really struggling because yeah. he wasn't playing. He wasn't putting his. You could tell he was holding back a bit. Yeah. Um. I expect him to be scoring when he comes back. Yeah. When he's fully firing, and I think it's a lovely, lovely conundrum to have. Obviously, it's lovely that we can give him time. First and foremost, no. First yeah. and foremost, to spend time with his with his new son. Yeah, but but also as important because it is his livelihood at the end of the day. Get through a, a really really difficult injury. Um, it's uh, to add to add to this conversation though, um, and I don't know whether the the forty five people watching this across the platforms are going to agree, um, but we need more in the field. Bingo. We're missing, we're missing, we're missing something in midfield despite our options. Right. So, George Thomason, Josh Sheehan, Paris Magoma, Aaron Morley, Kyle Dency, Carlos Mendez Gomez. What attribute is missing from all of the above? Athleticism. That, 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 you always say that. Dirty. Yeah, that shit out of the midfielder. Yeah. Um, They're all really nice, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. They're lovely, aren't they? They're lovely boys. You, you, would, you, you would happily bring them all on, wouldn't you? I want to, I want one of them to be an absolute bastard. Wouldn't bring yeah. him home now nah, because he'd kick the dog, he'd smash <laughs> the windows, he'd do unmentionable things to your missus, he'd spit on your kids. Absolute disgrace. We need a, I said it a while but we need like a B Tech version of that Onana who plays for Everton. Yeah. Who came in a friendly and started kicking the SHIT out of our midfielders. Yeah. And and it's it is, it's one of them. Mm. Tom mentions it. The last I think the, the last one that you could possibly refer to in a Bolton shirt was the lad who used to play for Plymouth and plays at Stockport now, um, and but with a bit more, a bit more talent. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you were just picking that up. Thank you. Uh, that's that's about to move on. So we we do we have one weakness. We do not win enough of the the second balls, and you, we saw it saw it so many times yesterday. We we won more than we normally do. Dempsey isn't that guy. No. No, he's not. We've discussed that before, haven't we? And I think a lot yeah. of people agreed that he wasn't as well. And, and we're very lucky in the res in the respect that he's kind of it. Obviously, he's got an edge to him. We've all seen that, but <laughs> it, um, it it's just not there. He controls himself really well on a football field, and you want somebody who could potentially not be out of control, but. Yeah, we just it just needs that edge. Um yeah, and that's exactly it. I mean Tobias has just summed it up better than than I've just done. We are missing a leader. We have the quality without question. We just don't have anyone to grab it by the balls. Um Carl Henry, as Ryan has said, very good point. 
Um, Thomason's not that guy. No, I know he gets yellow cards. He gets yellow cards because he tries to be like tackling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he can be a little bit, you know, for, for such a quiet and assuming young man, he is quite petulant sometimes. Um, Brandon mentioned selling MJ was the worst business we've done in about five years. Uh, tough one, tough one. Friend of the pod. Uh, friend, of, yeah. the friend, friend, sure. friend of the pod and, 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 a, and a, 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 a lovely man. Lovely, lovely, lovely fellow. Man. However, I think that that piece of business was the best for all concerned. Um, and I think I think he kind of admits that in our podcast as well that we do with him. Yeah. In no uncertain terms. Yeah. And he, I, I know where you're coming from, Brand. I think that there's an element of MJ's game that we do miss, but I don't think I, I couldn't see him in this team that we that, that we've got at the moment. And it is a shame. I'm gutted, but it's just the way it is. It's live, I'm afraid. Um, but yeah, so. In answer to your question, BWSC714, do we have the best midfield in League One for quality, variety and depth? Quality, I'd say it's not there. Yeah. Variety, I'd say no, it's not. I think we've got a lot of players who do a very, very similar job and do it really, really well in that midfield. Um, and that leads to depth as well, which is kind of the same thing, really. Well, I suppose, no, I suppose not, because depth is, you know, the, the, there's... The strength there, there's you know, if we have an injury, there's place to come in. So I suppose there is depth there, but we just need that variety in there. Um, and that is that pit bull, as Chris referred to it as, as opposed to shit house that I referred to it as. Um it's important so, for him yeah. to the, the 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 problem is with this type of player that we're all trying to trying to envision. It's important that they have to they have to be able to play as well. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. They can't just be a player that comes in to break up play and then, you know, positionally they aren't on it or the the the, the fluidity within the game is aren't on it isn't on it. Sorry, should I say? Um, it's they need to they need to play at a better a better level that we're at, at the moment. And it's as a consequence difficult. of that, that's gonna, that's going to cost money. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, it will. It will be an expensive signing. And I think when you think about the players and everybody's feedback from yesterday is you know and you saw it when thomason scored with the subs running on the togetherness you've seen it get just gaining momentum recently it's just there clear to see these you know comment like things that jack iredale writes on twitter to josh sheen these little love, love letters and stuff like that just everything it's just becoming the right thing and a player like that has to be harmonious within that team and a player like that is to be the exact opposite when you think about marcus madison type players and stuff like that that it's far from conducive to you know to a stable cohesive environment and it, harmony it doesn't really fit despite what i'm craving and what and what we're discussing i, I think that that signing um that we need i reckon Everett probably knows but thinks that we could do we, we can survive and we can still we can still which we are doing to be fair with what we're a point off the top of the division so you know i see um, uh, i see jay spearing still playing for liverpool's 
exactly what what that type of play you know a player played at a, a, a good level very good level obviously yeah could play, could play a bit and absolutely love the tackle um it's, but i think it's it's, show it, did, it cost us, did he cost us two or three million i think or yeah he did yeah it was weren't cheap but you're gonna get that but here's a shout for you can we not get danny Drinkwater out of retirement well yeah well no we can't because he thinks, he thinks he thinks he's too good for this level, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why he's had to retire because no other club wanted him. Yeah, but yeah, someone like him would be would have been would have been ideal, wouldn't it? To be honest. Yeah. Oh, we've had we've had him, haven't we? We know what we know what we're missing because we've had it. We've seen it over the years. Yeah. It's just like you say, it's that whole it's that money, isn't it? A fine yeah. example there by David Green. The legend that is Stig Tofton. Oof. Bloody hell, there's some names coming out here now. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't think you'd even be able to get into an English football team anymore, Mr. Tofton. <laughs> with all the checks they have to go through now. Tom Huddleston's another one. Um, <laughs> he's, a coach, he's a coach at Man United, isn't he? Like kids. I'm sure you're on bench. Um, yeah, I think he does. Does he not sometimes play? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Mido Kamara, there's another one from Brandon. Um, <laughs> Tom asked if we can get Super Kev back in, whack him in the numbers. I won't be against that. <laughs> say, say that I saw I, I saw a picture of him the other evening, and um, no, that's I think that I think that ship sailed. I'm afraid. <laughs> Looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> Say no. Well, so, there you go. There we have it. I think that will bring us to our natural conclusion for this evening's episode number 61 of the Fan Zone Pod. Um, I'd like to thank you all for being here. You have made my head spin because i'm not used to doing this and it has been busy mm -hmm. thanks cole thanks Anshu, helping out there i'd have probably just fall off my chair otherwise <laughs> um i'd like to thank ben for not being here um i'd like to thank george thomason have you won I'd an like... award wrap it up man <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to thank george thomason's parents um i'd like to thank ian ebert and Matty Craddock and Peter Atherton. Um, I don't know if there's every else I can thank, really. Just great, Lofty. Lofty, you got to love Lofty, and you? Like Not much ben loves Lofty, Ben Laws. But, um, but finally, I'd like to conclude this evening's episode by saying probably the biggest fan zone podcast thank you I've ever said for everybody who has watched listened streamed had erotic thoughts about whatever it may be um the <laughs> first anniversary podcast which has just done numbers that very I very thought, very well yeah very I've well seen. seriously i'm actually yeah. num num numbers that we weren't really expecting i think as no. well ed's gone it's very humbling ed's gone well and truly it's massive and tell us what you think of that as well you know we're yeah a bit, just just you know. just yeah if you think it think it's shit 
say it. Yeah. If you don't and you love it, tell us whatever tell us you want, what? whatever you think. Like and subscribe. Tell us what you'd like. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us what you'd like it to look like next year. That'd be quite interesting. It'd yeah, yeah. Spot for another 12 months. What would the second anniversary podcast look like? To you. We'll get on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's important to us because obviously we, you know, it's not easy really as well, like, especially getting a Premier League footballer in, in, on, in on a podcast. It's very challenging. He today, wasn't he? He was, yeah. But yeah, I mean, not, if you obviously... We're you not mentioning the result, though. They lost, didn't they? Yeah, 3-1 at Villa. Oh, no, I mean, come in there. They win every game, don't they? But, um, no, genuinely, thank you so, so much for that. Like, subscribe, click on that bell thing that reminds you. The bells, the bells. Brandon says that my only erotic thoughts have been about Colin. I remember that, Brandon. A man of taste is our Brandon. Um, and on that bombshell, I think I'm going to press the button that says end stream. Um, so thank you all once again to all those who will be travelling to Edgley Park on Tuesday for the Bristol Get, get your head seats. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll talk about a dead rubber. Yeah, shine the light. I think we'll see a, a, a vastly changed team. Just, I think yeah. somebody didn't ask me to mention that, and I think it will be a big lot of change. Laura change. I mean, Josh has already said see you in two weeks, hasn't he? So I don't yeah, think he's yeah, got, yeah. got any plans on coming on Tuesday. So, um, what people so, say, we, I know, Chris, time to wrap yeah, up. Yeah, I'm just waffling now, aren't I? Um, yeah. but we're back for Exeter. <laughs> Back, back at the Reebok for Exeter. Thank you all. Good night. Good night. Say good night. Good night.